Welcome to Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast, where we will learn the history of this beautiful area and hear the stories from the people who live here, love here, and serve here. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Let's go to work. Your family history. This is going into Hearst family history files, <laughs> right? Um, back when Jocelyn gets home, we'll do one. When you get home, we'll do another one. You may be the first person to ever have three podcasts. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is something that uh, will be amazing for your you know, extended family, but your kids someday will be listening. Oh, can we listen? It'll be Sunday afternoon. Hey, can we listen to your podcast, Mom, before you went on your mission? <laughs> so it also brings us together as, as a community and as a ward family and, you know, lets people know maybe things about us that we didn't know, you know. So community. We just want to have a like, easy Sunday morning conversation and hopefully some laughter. Okay. okay, you're allowed three laughs per half of episode, so that's six total. Okay, okay. and that was one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so tell us, tell us, Caitlin, tell us a little about you. Who who is Caitlin Hurst? Um, I'm the daughter of Dave and Haley Hurst. Granddaughter of Raylan and Delene Hurst, who were here for forever until he recently moved and went on a mission. So, yeah, I moved here when I was in fifth grade, but grew up coming over to Grandma and Grandpa's house like every weekend. So we were over here in Lakeshore all the time. So, um, yeah, I moved here in fifth grade. We built next door to Grandma and Grandpa while they were on their mission, living in their home. And then I've been here since. I did 4-H growing up. When we moved out here, I, did, I showed sheep from sixth grade all the way up to a senior in high school. So I did that for quite a few years. What kind of sheep? Like, just, uh, just sheep? Yeah, just 4-H sheep. White, white sheep. White, black, yeah. <laughs> white or black. So, uh, what was that like? Was that fun? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was one thing, like once we went up here and I learned that was the thing. I was like, I want to do it. Like, it was always that, like, um, like my favorite animal, like farm animal, was always a sheep. So I was like, I get to do something and I get to hold a sheep, like, and be able to handle it. Like that sounded so cool. And so I started doing it. And I mean, they are very stubborn, like crazy stubborn. But it was always a lot of fun doing it. So there's, I bet there's like a couple of mission lessons right there, <laughs> right? Stubborn sure. sheep. We, us being probably, you know, starting with us, but. What, uh, so, like, walk us through that. Did you shear your sheep? Like, like, like what all, you, ra- you basically raised a sheep. And tr- what, what's the purpose? Like, what are you trying to do? Is it for showing? Is it just to show, to teach kids how to take care of animals and groom them or what? Yeah, so just through the forage program, so the end goal was to be able to show it. And okay. up at the um, county fair, no, state something up there like a stock show yeah the stock show up there that we would do um yeah it was fun i enjoyed i shared i helped share at one time um with um what's her name bonnie no williams yeah i don't know okay i'm trying to remember her name it's been a month since i talked to her but she would help us all the time I was sharing the sheep and like I think it was my senior year she's like here you do it I was like what <laughs> <laughs> and so she had me help and it was kind of fun but how many years did you do 4-H 
was that six years, I think? Oh, six, quite an seven. investment of time. Then. Yeah. So. That's cool. Um, so where did where did your family live before they came to Lakeshore? We lived um, over in Payson, okay. so not too far. And uh, how did you feel when, I mean, you were probably 10 then, right? Fifth grade, mm -hmm. 10, 11. And how did you feel when your parents said, we're going to move down by Grandpa and Grandma in Lakeshore? Was that a happy thing or was that not a happy thing? I was scared to come over. Um, like, I was excited, you know, we'd live next to Grandma and Grandpa and be out on the farm. Like, that part was fun, but, like, leaving all my friends, I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So that was hard, kind of switching schools, figuring out what I was doing, but ended up being really good. I made a really good group of friends here that I've been friends with since fifth grade and still friends with to this day, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, talents. All right. I know you're super humble and, and uh, you know, you're not going to say, well, this is what I'm good at, but what are you good at? Like, like everybody has talents. And sometimes it's maybe not even like what we're the best at, but what do you love? Like what you're passionate about, besides sheep, <laughs> right? But what, what, what talents do you think God has given you that, that you're working on developing? Um, <clears throat> probably one of them is I love like little kids and teaching them or whatever. Like I love being around kids. Like that's what I want to do. Like I want to be an elementary teacher. I teach tennis to kids right now for my job. So I just love being around and like teaching kids. So really love that. That could be a lot of fun. So you play tennis? Yes, I do. You play, did you play at, in school? Mm-hmm. On the team? Yep. Fun, fun. So teaching kids, that's awesome. Uh, tennis, showing lambs, what else? What else in the world of Caitlin Hurst? Anything else that you love to do? No, those are things that, that I do all the time. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Are you still playing tennis? I do a little bit when I can, when I can find someone to go out and play, but, yeah. As a tennis player, what's your professional opinion? How do you feel about pickleball? I love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot of fun because it's a little easier to play so I can go out and play with my family, but I can still also destroy all of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> I see why probably, uh, it's fun, but it's also a little extra fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pickleball is a little slower, yeah. a little, it's not as technical as trying to drop, you know. A kick serve, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's awesome. How many how many years did you play tennis? I've played, I think seven years now. What got so, you into tennis? It was in seventh grade. My um, best friends are like, "Hey, we're trying out for the tennis team. Like, you should come try out with us." I'm like, "I've never really played, but I mean, sure. Like, why not? If I don't make it, that's fine. But if I do, it'll be fun to do with them." Yeah. So I'm going trying out. I had tons of fun that year, and I tried out again my eighth grade year. And then once the eighth grade kind of has like, wait, like I really love this. So then I got into doing lessons and getting just really good, and then played all through high school. So, yeah, that's great. And now you're teaching other kids. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Are you excited to have pickleball courts here at the church? Be great. Yes, that'd be so fun to have those so close and be able to go play. Yeah, it's almost in your backyard. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, tell, I'd love to, I think we'd all love to hear more about coming to Grandpa and Grandma's house on the farm. Like, what are your memories, like, zero to ten, or do you have memories, zero to ten? Like, like, how often did you come down here? Did you do 
Sunday dinners with grandpa and grandma, or what was that like? Yeah, as far as I, I remember coming down a lot, but um, yeah, we would come down and have sleepovers with gra- at grandma and grandpa's house in the morning. She'd wake up, make us either like pancakes or germ pancakes or waffles or something. I remember one time um, my grandpa said, like they were making waffles and it was like the ones in that are in like the quarters. Mm-hmm. So each quarter was like a quarter of a dollar or whatever. So who can eat the most dollars it was? And ended up coming down to Jocelyn and Tyler were going back and forth. I don't remember how many dolls, dollars they ended up getting to. It was like $3 or something. And, but like one of them beat them by like one quarter or something. So that was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Whoever eats the most pan, uh, waffles gets gets the payoff. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember what it was, but... Yeah, doing that, coming down, um, when my grandpa had his horses, I remember riding horses growing up and everything, so that was always super fun, having that, um, yeah, just lots of good times with the, having all the animals, chicks or cows or different things, so, yeah. Do you know how long your grandparents have been here in Lakeshore? They moved down here when my dad was in seventh grade. So I don't know how many years ago in, that was. In the was. house that they're right in the on house right that, now on. Yeah. Is that on 2400? You guys on 2400? 2800. 2800. So your dad grew up in that house. Mm-hmm. I mean, since he was in seventh grade. Yeah. They've been there. So. Interesting. Yeah. Does dad, your dad ever tell like old Lakeshore stories? Every once in a while he will, but I haven't heard actually that many. But my dad's not that big of a storyteller in general, so... <laughs> Uh, um, what, uh, as you look back over the last, goodness, what is it, about 10 years, nine years, 10 years you've been here, uh, do you have any particular young women experiences, camp experiences or activity experiences that, that jump out at you? Like how was young women's camp? Is that, did you do Young Women's Camp? Is that something? I did for some years. I remember, I think about my first two years, and then we went on some vacations and different things, or then I had started working. But my first two, I really remember, I really enjoyed. Like, they would have been, I think those were in, up at Lakeshore Third Ward we were in. But they were so mm-hmm. fun, and just a lot. I loved going when I went to them. They were super fun, and had the mix between the fun and the spiritual, so... Yeah. It was really good. Are there any people in Lakeshore that, uh, you know, I mean, you've, you've basically grown up here. I mean, it's, since you're 10, right? So you've, yeah. you've had a lot of years here. Any, uh, any people that you've had particular close relationships with or, or um, I don't know, are there any people here that you have always said, wow, I really appreciate what they do or, uh, you know, I want to be like that person? Oh, good question. Besides your parents and, <laughs> and your grandparents, right? Yeah, both of them. Um, I mean, yeah, there's been people like here and there that, um, like at my farewell, I had Linda Orton speak with me. She was my young woman's president, and I love her. She um, was really good at like, reaching out to people, and um, when she was kind of the leader, I worked a lot, so I couldn't make it to very many young women's activities. Mm-hmm. But she was always good at reaching out and trying to get the girls to come and trying to make it fun so mm-hmm. that we would enjoy coming. And I was always sad that I couldn't go to too many of them. But the ones I did to go to, like, she was fantastic, always making sure everyone was good, reaching out. So I love her. She's a really good example. 
So you talk about work. It's coming up a couple of times. So how long have you been working and what have you been doing? Um, I think, I think it was around 16 is when I started. Um, I started over at the Fizz in Salem and I worked there for just over a year. And then I stopped doing that and I went over and um, taught tennis. That's when I started, that was my, I think, senior year. I started doing that and I loved that. And then alongside that I started, there's a little cotton candy business <laughs> that uh, I've been doing for the last three years, I mm -hmm. think. And that one's super fun. It's called Lollipuff. We make shapes and different things. So that's been a fun one that I traveled around and my friends work there too. So that was super fun to get to work with them. So it's not like a storefront. You, mm -mm. you like travel to events or something or? Yep. We just travel all around at different places every week. So County fairs and yeah. farmer's markets kind of a thing or? Yeah, we do those. We do um, quite a few corporate events. Okay. We do birthday parties, like all sorts of things that I didn't even know people would hire you to do, but we're there. Favorite flavor of cotton candy? Pina colada. <laughs> that, that came out really <laughs> quickly. I don't think I've ever had pina colada. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are you getting ready to do in eight days? on a mission. <laughs> and where, where have you been called to serve? Fort Collins, Colorado. So. What was that like when you opened up that mission call? Um, I feel like just relieving just to finally, like, because for a while I was like, I'm going somewhere at some point. So just like finally having like, okay, I have a place and a date I can put this to and like have a more sure spot instead of just kind of this ominous like something's happening at some point something so, big is happening yeah a lot of questions yeah so just kind of relief i was like okay i know where i'm going and like the more i thought about it I was like, oh wait i'm staying in the states i'm speaking english like just a lot of like okay i can breathe like i'm okay <laughs> like not that far from home if say something were to happen or yeah. something like just kind of nice to know yeah so four columns yeah that's amazing uh, and what, so walk us through the timeline. I mean, it's today's Sunday. What, you know, like, what are you going to do for the next, like, walk us through your next eight days as much as you know. What, what are you going to do with that time? Um, we don't have to go minute by minute. Yeah. But. I mean, I'm still working this week, so finishing that all Teaching up. tennis. Yep. So we're still doing that and then hanging out with my family and kind of those last minute friends that I haven't seen in a while, so. And I'm going to the temple with one of my good friends from high school, so that'll be fun to go with him. So it's kind of figuring it out and just getting all my stuff ready, making sure I have it. Yeah, so, are you, are you, do you have everything you need? I think so. I need to double check, but as far as I know, I think I have everything. It's a long list, right? And you're like, did I miss anything? Yeah. So. And then you'll report a week, you'll report to Home MTC mm -hmm. a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Is that right? And I, I mean, you'll have somebody in your family, but your mom, essentially, you know, will be your companion for a little bit. How long yeah. do you do M home MTC? I'm just home for a week. Okay. So. And did Jocelyn do home MTC? She did. So yeah. you have, you kind of know a little about what to expect since she was home doing it? A little bit. I was at school most of the time while she was on, so, yeah, but a little bit that I know about, so. So a week and then... 
get on a get on a plane and fly to fly to Colorado. No, I'll be heading to Provo MTC. Oh, okay, that. so then you go to Provo MTC for yeah, for two weeks. For two weeks, like two and a half, I think. Okay. So, and then I'll fly out. <laughs> okay, good. That's what we wanted to know. Yeah. What led to, uh, what led you to decide to serve a full time mission? Because I guess I want to ask you. If I would have asked you two years ago, are you going on a, are you going to serve a mission? What would you have said? Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Never thought I was going to. Never wanted to. Mm-hmm. So it's a little crazy for me now to be going. So yeah. yeah. What what changed? Um. Yeah. It was. When was it? I think it was about February of this year. Um. I, my dad had been kind of bugging me about it for a while, like, have you really asked, like, are you sure, like, that's not what you're, like, you're not going, like, have you really pondered, I'm like, like, yeah, I'm not going, like, I had done it a little bit, but I was, think I was more afraid of the answer, so I didn't really want to ask, not that I knew either way what it was going to be, but I just didn't want it to be a yes, so I just decided myself it was a no, uh-huh. so, but then it was in February, and one of my best friends um, from high school opened her call. She's down at SUU, so I got on like the Instagram live, and I watched her open her call. Like super excited for her and everything. And then after that, I actually called my dad because I went and got something in my car fixed. So I was just talking to him about that, and then he brings it up and he's like, "Have you thought more about a mission?" I said, "Yeah, Dad, I'm not going." He goes, "Are you sure? Like, I want you to really think about it." I said, "Okay, I will. Like, I'm not going." And so I got off the phone with him, and then. I had like, I don't remember if it was like, it was like three or four girls in my ward um, up at BYU were opening their calls that night. So I was like, I'll go down and support them, you know, like, so I went down in the lobby and I was listening to them open their calls. And after the second girl opened her call, I got a thought that said, you're going. And I said, no, I'm not. And it said, you're going again. And I said, no, I'm not. And it said, you're going the third time. And at that point I was like, gosh, dang it, I'm going. Like... Ever since that, I started my papers, and here we are. For what? Four months later? Five mm-hmm. months? So, pretty quick turnaround. Are you excited? Yeah, I've gotten more excited as it's gotten closer, and yeah. So. Yeah, thanks for sharing. That's yeah. uh, that's a special experience. So thanks for letting us in on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your biggest, do you have a fear? Like, is there something you're afraid of? Probably spiders. Spiders. <laughs> I hate them with my whole heart. I will make, most of the time, if Tyler will come kill them or kill will make one of my other siblings kill it. <laughs> like. That's, this is the second interview, this is the second podcast interview we've done today where spiders is a thing. Cole Anderson, just so you know, Cole Anderson <laughs> is afraid of spiders. So, I suggest that all the primary kids make little itsy bitsy spider cutouts and put in a letter and send them to you. <laughs> You'll know that they love you. Um, do you have a big dream? I mean, do you have a big dream? Something you'd like to do in life? I mean, you're 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 doing one of the most amazing things you'll ever do, right? Certainly up to this point in your life. But is there something beyond that, uh, or I should say, when you get home, right? In the future, is there, do you have a big dream regarding tennis or? or sheep or family or anything that yeah, I think my one I've always I've just always wanted to be a mom that's like my number one thing I've always wanted to do and that I want to do is become a mom so 
Well, this will be great preparation. Yeah. <laughs> um. What does it mean, like in today's world? You know, what do you think moms need, like in order to be the best mom that you want to be? Like, what what do you think that's going to take, or, or or what kind of preparation do you need to be doing now? Have you thought about that? I think I really have. <laughs> um. I don't know, I think just understanding how important like life is and taking care of a child and what their needs are over like your own, like that's more important. And understanding those different things. Yeah. And how many siblings do you have, Caitlin? I have four. Four. So you're there are five between mm-hmm. five and all of you. Uh, you know, big family. How's that been growing up in a big family? Um, depending on the time. You're number, um, number, you're number two. two, right? Yeah. It's one of the oldest. Um, it's been fun. Like, always had someone around, you know. Um, when you were younger, it was harder. Me and my sister, Jocelyn, are, like, complete opposites. Like, she's very clean. I'm the messy one. She's, oh, like, very, everything has to be just right. Like, she has her life plan out for the next 20 years versus me. I'm like... I don't know, like, whatever happens, like, very go with the flow, or she likes a plan. So I got on her nerves all the time with just being complete opposite personalities. But, um, so that was always kind of crazy. Me and my younger brother, Tyler, we were a lot more similar. Like, Jocelyn's a little girly girl versus I was more of a tomboy, so I got along with Tyler. We would, back in Payson, I remember we would go find slugs under our rocks and go chase Jocelyn around with them, like, (laughs) just... Doing things like that, like I was never afraid to get dirty or anything. Mm-hmm. So me and Tyler growing up was probably closer than me and Joss ever were. And then the younger ones came along, and they were just so much younger for a long time that we never talked, like didn't interact as much with them as I did with my older siblings. But mm-hmm. like as I've gotten older and moved out, um, I kind of like my little brother Caleb. Like me and him were like besties now. <laughs> like um, he'll come up and um, just want me to hang out with him or be like, hey, Caitlin, let's go play Minecraft. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, Or he wants me to go do this and that with him. And it's been really fun. Like, I feel like just getting older and kind of moving on and understanding like, oh, not having him around as much. Like, I miss him. And so I've gotten a lot closer with a lot of my siblings. And as soon as Joss moved out and switched on our mission, like, I feel like we've gotten a lot closer and finally our understanding more of instead of like our differences like fighting against them like using them to help each other and kind of figure those things out like she's really good at all the girly stuff or so she would help me get ready for all my um dances and stuff which was really helpful because I'm not the type of person that's really good at that and I Mm. can help her relax a little bit more or whatever and so kind of using those strengths to help each other and we've grown a lot closer than we had any time we were in the house together so that's awesome do you have this idea in your mind you know as you become a mom like are you are you sold on the big family thing or do you kind of know what you want that to look like yeah probably on the more big family size like kind of my family size like four to five kids i think so i like having 
all my siblings, and it's been fun. So that's great. And what's the age difference between you and Jocelyn? We're two years apart. Two years. So. All right. And between you and Tyler? We're fourteen months. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're that's, really close. That's a lot closer. Yeah. What would you say has been? And this is an interesting question because, again. We don't even have to go two years ago to ask you. We could have asked you seven months ago if you're serving. We could have actually probably asked you that one night and you said, well, you were saying no. But what do you think has been some of the best prepare, preparation for serving a mission now that you decided, hey, I, I am going, I, I do want to go, I want to do that? I think just being more consistent in the little things. Like, like I always try to, you know, read my scriptures, but like being more diligent, not even just reading them, but like, reading to understand and to find the things I need to learn has been a big thing like before you know just kind of reading and just like yeah like I read my scriptures today versus being like okay I'm looking at this verse I have no idea what's talking about and like going and actually finding where it can help me to find to understand it better and to pull things out of it has been I think a big help and be able to like have a greater testimony of the scriptures and the power they actually bring into our lives instead of just being something we're supposed to read, so. Awesome, that's great. Uh, you, I'm, I'm guessing, well, you already said that you've been uh, to the temple. Mm -hmm. We had the special lesson today, so I'm gonna say the house of the Lord. I don't know, were you there? I was not. Okay, <laughs> we, so, we, so we had this a great fifth Sunday discussion by the Simmons, and well, we, we practiced the entire uh, meeting mm -hmm. not saying temple. Of course, temple, the word that, that's derived from temple means house of the Lord, but we often say temple, we just, oh, it's the temple. But he said, we're going to talk about it as if it's the house of the Lord. It kind of changed everybody's perspective. But uh, you have had experiences now in, in the house of the Lord. Uh, what, what has that been like? Um, like? What kind of experiences have you had as you've gone to the temple and, and uh, you know, furthered your covenants? Um, any, any thoughts or experiences you've had that have been... Uh, I don't know, helpful for you? I think just going through and just keep going, just to understand more about God's plan and um, just really kind of trying to understand all the things that they tell you in there is a little hard. And it's a lot. Because it's very different than anything else we've ever done. Like, So just trying to understand like what it's all saying and everything. Um, yeah, I think going with people, I went with one of my good friends one time, and she was having, like, a really hard day, and it was just kind of fun, like, sitting in the celestial room, just kind of talking, and just kind of opening up, I think, kind of a wall. Sometimes that's between us, and just really just kind of let everything out, and just really got to see, like, more inside of her, and, like, she could see more inside of me, I feel like, than we have ever done. So that was kind of a cool experience, just to kind of let those things down and really be vulnerable and let people know what you're struggling with or different things so thank you what advice do you have for other young girls young girls who are looking up to you right as they do yeah. I mean you know the young girls in in our ward you know or in your family your cousins like if you could if you could share something with them what would what would you want that 11 year old that 10 year old that 15 year old I want to go through all the ages but you get the idea yeah. what 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 would you want to teach them what you what would you want to help them experience or feel oh. 
really just trust in the Lord. Like he he has your back. He he knows what you're going through. He's got you. Like if you follow his plan, your life's gonna turn out way better than you could ever think of. Like if yeah, just stay close to him and he's got you. He he knows what's best for you, even if you don't understand it sometimes. But he knows what's going on, and he'll never lead you down anywhere you shouldn't go. So, is there along those lines? Is there any experience that comes to mind where you feel like that's where you were, right? You didn't maybe understand something, or you're struggling, and uh, I don't know. Do you have any type of experience that comes to mind? I feel like even just my mission, just going. Like even now, I'm like I still don't necessarily understand why I need to go. Like. I never wanted to go, but I think after that, it kind of knocked my perspective into being like, oh, if, he, if I'm supposed to go, like, he's going to let me know, and I have to be able to trust him, and now that's what is for the best, and through that, even then, like, I've been able to, like I said earlier, like, study the scriptures more, and really deepen that testimony that I had, like, I had a testimony, but, like, it's a lot different than what I've been doing now and the preparation I put into going on a mission is something I don't think I would have done without having to go. Hmm. So. Awesome. Well, you're going to be a great missionary. <laughs> Thanks. You're going to be a great missionary. It's going to be a tremendous experience. Oh. So we're excited. We're, uh, we're going to hold a place in your calendar about 18 months from now. And uh, we want to hear about some of these experiences that you're preparing for now. Deal? Sounds good. All right. It's, on, it's, it's been recorded. <laughs> so let it be written. Well, Caitlin, thank you so much. God bless you, and uh, just have the most amazing, amazing experience. Thanks for your example. Thank you. That's a wrap. That was painless. <laughs> that was awesome. Wow. <laughs> I know. Loved it. it was good. Um, I'm eating it if you'd like. Oh, no, it's all good. I'm just going to take an opportunity to... I'll make a trip over here now, after. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Go, 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 go,
great episode. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out the next installment of Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Until next time, keep up the good work.